Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If it's your first time with us, take advantage of the description below. You can find links to follow us on social media and also subscribe to our channel, podcast, etc. If you're a returning visitor, hopefully you've already done all that. Thank you for your continued support. Today we're kicking off a four-part sermon series on the importance of who to follow. Following Jesus, not man or religion or man-made religion or human-made religion for the politically correct out there. Uh, so four-part sermon series. This is part one. Uh, get ready. We're going to dive deep. Uh, we might have some discussion. You, got, you might have some questions that rise throughout some of these sermons. You might become opinionated. Remember to be respectful in all of that, so feel free to post your comments below to engage in that discussion, sharing this on your social media accounts to uh, solicit friends or family to also engage in the discussion is fine. You can uh, get a team, support your viewpoints, no worries there. Just remember, please be polite and respectful. Now, let's kick it off. You got to be very careful. You must be very, very careful not to become too caught up in following what religion says. Now, let's really be very, very clear here. You need to follow Jesus Christ. How do you do that? A good way to know exactly what Jesus says to do is to read your Bible, especially the New Testament. All of the, if you have a, a translation of the Bible where a certain text is in red, those are Jesus' words. So if you read that and you do what it says, that's a really great way to follow Jesus. Uh, now, some churches, some religions, etc., they take that and they base what they say to do, what their doctrine is, they preach from the Bible, etc., on Jesus. So going there, listening to that, and doing what the pastor or preacher uh, says in their sermon is another great way to learn what Jesus says. So this isn't a sermon series against religion or against preaching or against any sort of thing like that. After all, that's what we're doing here. Social Media Ministries is committed to bringing you a new sermon each and every week so that you know how to follow Jesus. All of these sermons are right from the Bible. And so that's the main thing. Wherever you're attending your church, um, make sure that your pastors or your leaders are based on the Bible. If they preach the Bible, you're good to go. So that's the main thing. And make sure they're not getting caught up in tradition. We're going to dive into this and, and learn a little bit more about what Jesus said so that you know that you're following Jesus and not something created by humankind. Now let's start out with some verses. All of these verses are going to be referenced below, so if you don't have your Bible, feel free to come back later and read them. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13. Isaiah 29, 13. It says, The Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is made up only of rules taught by men. Their worship is made up of rules. They're far from me. This was Isaiah prophesying. And of stuff that happened then, and then it comes later on. Jesus makes a reference to this later on. So we're going to turn to John chapter 14, verse 6. 
John 14, 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. This is when Jesus is comforting his disciples. He is the only way to heaven. Your religion cannot save you. Your traditions cannot save you. Jesus, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one comes to the Father, what? Except through me. Not me, him. Except through Jesus. That's it. Your religion doesn't save you. Your works don't save you. Your good deeds don't save you. Your charitable giving doesn't save you. Uh, your, your whatever, your church attendance doesn't save you. There's no brownie point system here. There's only one way. No one goes there except through Jesus. Follow Jesus. Remember, Jesus came here uh, not really to reaffirm and build religion. He came here not to destroy it, but he came here to shake things up. He came here to raise the bar, to say, yes, you guys have been doing this. That's fine. That's good. But you're doing this and this and this, and it's wrong. And you're doing this and this, that's good, but let's be better. So he raised the bar, and guess what? People didn't like that. People didn't like that he came here and said, you got to change this, because they've been doing it this way. He said, who is this guy to come here and change all this? Isn't this the son of a carpenter? He's just a, a stonemason or a bricklayer. And so for that, they started ridiculing him. They call him a glutton and a drunkard, Luke. Chapter 7, verse 34 says that. It's, uh, the Son of Man came eating and drinking, and you say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Of course, it isn't the healthy that need a doctor. It's the sick. And so, and Jesus related that to, It's not the righteous people who need to be saved. It's the sinners. So, of course, that's where he is going to go. The Pharisees were blindly, uh, the, the people were blindly following the Pharisees. And they were blindly leading, really. They were going right on tradition. And that's it. People were blindly following whatever the Pharisees told them to do. Eat this, don't eat that, dress this way, say these prayers, uh, do this ten times, spin in five circles and stand on your head and, and you're good to go. You know, all this kind of craziness, this tradition, the rituals, people doing things and not even thinking about them. It's monotonous. They were, they were robots following, and a lot of uh, religious practices do that today. How many times do people have to say prayers a day? Do they really mean the prayers? Are they saying them when they're supposed to, or are they just saying them a number of times, one time a day to get them over with for the day? People go to church, or, or mass, or service, or uh, whatever it is, gathering, whatever they call it, are they going and really trying to get something out of it or are they just going because they have to go every week and they throw on a shirt and they show up whether they're hungover or not? Are they living the lifestyle or are they just going because they think they have to go? Brownie points. Good works. They're trying to work their way somewhere. Are they doing, uh, saying these prayers just because they're, they know they're supposed to pray before they eat but it's some monotonous, rehearsed thing that do they really feel the words that they speak? If everything that they do is happening without emotion, without thought, but it's just monotonously rehearsed, then they're, they're robotic. 
They're not feeling what they're doing and they're missing something. And that's what Jesus was saying. He said, this is no way to live. He encouraged people, hey, think for yourselves. Stop doing what people are telling you to do blindly. Stop just going through the motions. Start thinking for yourself and feel what you're doing. Let's, let's check out another verse, Matthew chapter 15, verses 3 to 7. And why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his father or mother, whatever help you might otherwise have received from me is a gift devoted to God, he is not to honor his father with it. Thus, you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by humankind. Very interesting. Jesus called them out. He came here and he said, you guys are following tradition. These are just rules that you've come up over the ages, over time, and you're just blindly going through the motions, doing this, doing that. You have no feeling or thought going into what it means. Why are you doing this? If someone asked you, why are you doing this? Do you have a reason? Do you have that heartfelt emotion that is going into that action? Or do you say, I don't know, we've always done it this way. Or this is the way I was taught. Jesus says, no. Learn for yourself. Study the scriptures. Don't simply accept them as told by someone else or religious leaders, but read Discover for yourself. Jesus came here and was giving the people a mind of their own. He said in Matthew 15, 11, What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth, that is what defiles them. And he said this uh, when the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the teachers were criticizing his disciples, saying, Why don't they wash their hands? He says, Hey, it's another tradition. What's going on? Like, you got to follow these traditions in order to do everything? No, it's not what you consume that, that defiles you. It's what comes out because it's what's in your heart that comes out of your mouth. And that is what defiles you or makes you unclean. Jesus came here and told the people that what they were doing was wrong. That you're, you're going through all of these traditions. How many times in the New Testament did Jesus get ridiculed for doing something on the Sabbath, their sacred day. He says, hey, if someone breaks their leg or if your donkey or something stumbles, would you not help it? The, the people were so ignorant at that time, and they still are today. We simply have these stories, so we think we're a little less ignorant, but it's still around there. What are you doing with your time? Are you following religion, tradition, and rules? Or are you following Jesus who is supposed to be the root of whatever religion you're in? It's a, it's a good question. And whether it's Jesus or God, Jesus says he's the only way. So you have to follow Jesus and, of course, the Father, Yahweh. Of course, I'm not saying religion is bad. Religion is a great thing that provides comfort, support, and healing 
to the masses of people, which is excellent. You need that. We need to gather with others. We need to be going to church. We need that community. We need that relationship. But remember, church isn't a building. The church is us, and we're going to talk about that. Again, this is a four-part sermon series, so we've got a lot to cover, and I hope you stay with me. The main thing is, with what you're doing, are you simply following traditions and rules that were invented by humans? Remember, humans are flawed. So following rules and traditions created by humans isn't always the best thing. Of course, you need to obey the laws, you need to follow the rules, you know, etc. God established authority here, and so we need to follow that. But if your church or your religion is telling you, doing, do this, do this, do this, do this, what is the reason for doing that? Is it simply because they've always done it that way? Or is there something behind it? And when you are doing these things, like taking communion, for example, as you, maybe your church does it every week, maybe they do it once a month. What's the reason for doing that? Do you honestly internalize that? Do you feel what you are doing? Do you understand what is going on there? Do you know the significance of it? And are you appreciating what was done to make that happen? Or if you're just going up and taking it and getting your blessing and moving on, you're following a tradition. You're blind. Open your eyes. That's what Jesus came here and said to do. And people didn't like that because, of course, the elders in the churches or the, the rulers or the leaders at the temples and the synagogues, they said, this guy is causing all sorts of problems. He's giving the people a mind of their own. He's telling them to think for themselves. We're losing our control. And that is why they didn't like him, among other reasons. They plotted to get rid of him. Matthew 26, chapter 4. They, uh, they wanted to kill Jesus, the plot against Jesus. The whole chapter of 26 is a plot of them uh, trying to entice him and kill him, etc. They, they did this multiple times, but 26, 4. Uh, they plotted to arrest Jesus in some sly way and kill him sly way. So they were plotting evil here. It wasn't like they were trying to get rid of someone who was evil or bad. They were maniacally, manipulatively plotting behind the scenes to eliminate Jesus because they were beginning to lose their control of the people, so they thought. But really, the people were starting to realize that they need to serve God, not man or humans. And these, these, this group of leaders didn't like that. They wanted to be almighty and powerful. It was them that had the problem. And that's what Jesus said over and over again. One, one part of the New Testament, he really lays into them. You guys are like whitewashed tombs. You dress up all nice on the outside and inside, you're filled with rotting corpses. I mean, talk about an insult, a brood of vipers, which they were. They all walked around all high and mighty, ridiculing people, covering their, their mouths at anyone who might have been sick. When Jesus was the one that went up and, and embraced people with leprosy, outcasts, and made them clean. There's another lesson there. What type of person are you? Are you out there serving your community? Or are you hiding and being all high and mighty, 
saying, I'm too good for that. They were losing their control. And Jesus was giving the people a mind of their own. He was giving them eyes to see and ears to hear. And he was encouraging them to start thinking for themselves, to follow God, to question, to ask questions, to learn more. He encouraged them to read their Bibles. Remember, at this point in time, many people were illiterate. They didn't know how to read or write. And so they had to take whatever the authority said at what they said it. They said, this is what the Bible says, and they could have been making something up, they could have been interpreting it incorrectly, but the people didn't know how to read it for themselves. And in today's world, you, you could ask a hundred people, you could ask a thousand people, and maybe only one or two would be illiterate. Most people know how to read now, and if they don't know how to read, they could listen to the scripture. We, we have it, it could be read for us through the Bible app. So we have the ability to read and understand it way more than they did back then. So we should definitely be forming uh, our own opinions and, and learning ourselves and discussing it with others so that those opinions that we form are not incorrect, but that they are correct. And remember, they can only be correct through the interpretation of the Holy Spirit. And that has to be given to you. So you have to have that inside in order to understand the Bible. So if you don't have that, ask for it. We'd love to help you uh, learn how to get it. Our other messages have, have talked about it before, but comment below and we can continue on. Religion. Remember, it can be helpful in your walk with Christ, but it's Christ that you must follow. In everything, you have to be like him. He left a great example for you to follow. Remember that. He left a really good example. Let's read one more passage. This is a little bit longer, but we're going to dive into it. Matthew chapter 23. Jesus said to the crowds and his disciples, The teachers of the law, the Pharisees, sit in Moses' seat. So you must obey them and do everything they tell you. Jesus is saying, Hey, anyone in authority, that authority has been established by God. You must obey them. You must listen to what they say. But do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. They tie up heavy loads and put them on men's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. Everything they do is done for men to see. They make their phylacteries wide and the tassels on their garments long. They love the places of honor at the banquets and the most important seats in the synagogues. They love to be greeted in the marketplace and to have people call them rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi. You have only one master, and you are all brothers. And you are not to call anyone on earth father, for you have one father, and he is in heaven. We talked about that in another message called One Father. So check that out if you haven't seen it before or heard it before. What is Jesus saying here? He's saying, hey, the people who are leading your churches, your synagogues, your temples, your groups, whatever you call them, those people were put there for a reason. Follow what they say. If they're, if they're speaking from the book of the law, from the Bible, follow what they're telling you. Because what they're telling you is coming directly from God's word. But if you see them out, don't do what they do. Because not everyone practices what they preach. Humankind, we're flawed. Even myself, 
even your other pastor, your, your leaders, they are flawed as well. Now, of course, they may be trying really hard to be a good example, but don't do everything they do. We're sinful. I don't want you to do everything I do because then whenever I mess up, you're going to mess up. Do what we say. And that's where we get the do as I say, not as I do. However, how hypocritical. That's what Jesus was saying here is these people, they tie up heavy burdens. They love the places of honor. They dress so full of proud. They want to be greeted in the marketplaces. These people, he's saying they are so hypocritical. Don't be like that. He's saying go out there and do and tell people what the Bible says. Tell people about Jesus, but then also strive to be an example of what you are doing. Exactly like Jesus. Jesus wasn't all high and mighty and too proud to be with people and wanted to be greeted. No, he often said, hey, I'll heal you, but don't say anything. Hey, uh, let's withdraw. Let's get out of here. Or he went and spoke and tried to keep the crowds less and he wanted to be with them. And he wasn't better than them. He came here to be a servant and to show people and to lead by example. And that's what Jesus is saying here is these people aren't leading by example and so they hated him for it. But the people of course loved it because they said, yeah, we want more people like this Jesus. Not like these people who are always speaking down to us and condemning us. And so the question is, what are you going to be like? If you are in a church or you are on a leadership team somewhere, are you the type of person who is leading by example, who is following Jesus? Or are you the type of person who is using your position, your place of honor, as a means to exalt yourself? Stay humble. Be like Jesus. Follow Jesus. And I hope that you continue to follow us because we have three more messages that will continue on in this series. So any comments, questions, place them below. Remember, be polite and respectful in your discussions. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for coming here and for setting the record straight and for uh, showing us that, that tradition and doing things for simply because this is the way they've always been done is uh, not right. That we need to think with our minds and that we need to uh, have eyes to see and ears to hear and an open mind and be willing and ready to accept uh, and understand what is going on and that in order to do these things we must have that feeling and that emotion within inside of us so that we know why we are doing it and what the purpose is and that we understand exactly what is going on. Thank you Lord for establishing uh, and, and setting uh, the rules and the, the uh, formalities of how to meet together with others and what we're supposed to do and how we need to, to interact and pray and lead by example. Thank you for being the best example ever. I pray that each and every person out there will strive to be more like you each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for being here this week. We've got three more in this sermon series, so stay tuned for them. They are going to be great. God bless.